You're listening to the Smash the Box podcast, your source of inspiration for life and business. Inspiring stories and success secrets from the world of business, entrepreneurs, health, sport, spirituality, coaching, as well as everyday people with inspiring stories that the world needs to hear. Join your host and inspirator, Mark Pitcher, life and leadership coach and inspirational speaker on a journey to finding your purpose, living your passion, and making an impact. Welcome to Smash the Box. This is a word that comes up a lot when speaking with Cleo McLaren. Not only is she an inspiring human being, a practicing lawyer, certified coach, and podcaster, but she is also a role model to single mums everywhere. Cleo takes inspiration from her own mother, who raised her on her own and instilled a strength and confidence. Cleo also cites her primary school teacher, who boosted that confidence at an early age. She chose me to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, and it started there. There is a realness to Cleo that is palpable through the way she talks, and it carries over into her work. My coaching is not just a bag load of mantras to repeat 10 times a day until you believe it, she says, because life isn't that simple. She coaches from the heart and encourages clients to dig deeper. Blips happen in life, she says. We all experience hurt and joy. I want people to be able to bounce back because there is always a way forward. Her new podcast, Conversations with Cleo, is part inspired by her brother, whose achievements, despite an ongoing battle with cancer, have motivated Cleo to get his story out there now rather than later. Cleo talks openly about her own health battles and how she has completely reframed her approach to fitness in a way that is calmer and now prioritises her own emotional well-being. My purpose is to share the love and light that I have with as many people as I can so that they may be uplifted and elevated in their lives. For more on how Cleo lives this purpose, tune in to this warm, emotional and yet gritty and real episode as we cover coaching, family, the law and life-work balance. Hello and welcome to another Smash the Box podcast with me, Mark Pitcher. Uh, Today is my final episode, the final smash the well actually it's not the final it's the it's the penultimate episode but you're my last guest i'm welcome to uh, the delighted the amazing cleo mclaren hello welcome thank you it's good to be here it's great to be here we haven't spoken in a while um but how to introduce you cleo so you are um first and foremost you're a coach um which is how we met you're a lawyer you're a mum of two lovely boys. You are a podcaster. I'm going to be asking you all about a podcast. You're the host of a brand new podcast called Conver- uh, Conversations with Cleo. Yes. Um, and you're a great friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you're a great friend to me. And I love it. I love it that you're my last guest. Um, and that we, you know, because we know each other and you're a friend and I just thought it just, it's just a great way to a warm way to sort of send this podcast off with all the right energy. And, um, so Cleo, we met at the coaching Academy when we were budding undergraduates learning how to be coaches and we sat next to each other in the front row of the 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 odd place when they when the main place was closed down and we all had to go somewhere different i've even forgotten the name of it um and we connected and as you know you you meet people in life um you know lots of coaches i know lots of coaches but we definitely clicked i think you know we come from the same place um and we've always kept in touch that was about Four years ago, I think. Years ago now, yeah. Yeah, and we're still talking, and COVID has put the kibosh on our sort of coffee meetups, but um, we'll get back there. But it's great to have you on. Um, And yeah, so a nod to the coach, uh, you know, gratitude and a nod to the coaching academy for bringing us together, for connecting us, and um, and creating a great friendship. And so perhaps over to you to sort of talk a little bit about you, your story. The podcast conversations with Cleo. Start wherever you like. Um, why, why, why all of this, and why, 
you know, after a successful career in law, why coaching and, yeah, over to you. Coaching, where do I start? Where do I start? You know, I'm going to start probably with what's happening more recently, actually, because you mentioned the podcast and I have launched it. And you will know that I spoke about launching a podcast probably two years ago and I never actually got around to doing it. And... Uh, well, just be real about it, really. I, my brother, who's an amazing athlete, uh, had uh, suffered from cancer and managed to still, after having a lung removed, carry on, tr- went from being able to, not being able to walk, to being able to run, to go back into training, and then won gold um, at the M45 games and I I was like I've got to share his story I've got to tell the world I'm starting my podcast and that's what it's all about and I never did it and things get in the way and we procrastinate and quite frankly that's what I did and just a few weeks ago I spoke to him and he said okay Cleo I you know I've got to let you know it's come back and I've got uh, it's come back I've got two lumps on the brain I've got to don't know the long words of the type of operation but it was a few days until then. And I, I just think I felt sick. I think sometimes we have a, uh, we need a, a kick up the bum and we need a, a, a real urge and passion and a, and a big why to get us out there to do what we need to do. And, and that was my why. I, part of me was a bit scared that, well, I don't know, will, I, will anyone hear his story ever again? Am I going to see him again next week? Will he not be here? And I said, that's it. I've got to, I've got to celebrate him now. We need to, we should be celebrating his greatness now. And uh, yeah, I pulled my finger out and got the podcast out real quick. <laughs> and it's been a really exciting journey to be sharing stories of accomplished people. Um, and most importantly, the challenges they're faced and how they overcame that to achieve where they are and be successful. And success doesn't necessarily mean they have to be a world champion. Success is whatever success means to that person in their circumstance, in their narrative. And that was the birth of Conversations with Cleo. And I'm excited to share it. And yeah, let's see where it goes. Yeah, fantastic, beautiful. And and listen, I'm really sorry to hear about, you know, your brother um, and that news. Um, Inspired, though, by by that that has prompted that something good has come from that, um, which I resonate massively with. Um, And do you think that um, by making, because what I'm always interested in that, you know, the the, launch is like a birth, isn't it? It's a birth of something. And the fact that you're, it's coming from such a place of like love and pain and inspiration and, and, and passion, you know, by making it, almost about somebody or that inspiration coming from somebody else somehow made it easier than it just being about you. Is, is that, is that sort of. Fair? Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, it's not, you know, within coaching, this is something that I talk about, that I share about, that I work with clients with, but I then had to, I then realized that actually I did have time. I'd been procrastinating and actually it's, when you when it when something becomes about somebody else or something else that you're passionate about, whatever's been holding you back in your barriers all of a sudden goes out of the window. You let go of perfection. None of those things matter anymore. They just completely disappear. Yeah. You just move. Yeah. You just move. And that's what I yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Isn't it it's interesting, isn't it? Um I talk about energy a lot and and there's a parallel here perhaps with music. Sometimes you can, uh, a certain song can have a raw energy and maybe the production's a little bit dodgy or it's, you know, it's a bit rough in places, but there's a, just a raw energy. You get this a lot with live tracks, yeah. don't you? Someone plays a bum note, but it doesn't matter because there's just a, such a raw energy about it. You know, I, I sometimes I listen to songs by, I don't know, some of my favorite bands, I know in excess or Bob Marley or something. And it, and and musically, yeah, you could critique it, but actually, just the the, the energy and the, it's something positive that comes from it. And I think that's true of so many things. When it's to use your word, real, and it's coming from the right place, it, it doesn't matter um, about you know p- being perfect. Perfect. 
it's just the essence of it that people can feel it they can almost feel it and, and, and yeah it was exactly exactly that and and there are bomb notes in it let me just say <laughs> it really isn't perfect it's rough around the edges but that's that's part of it. <laughs> yeah 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 it was about the energy and I think um and that was part of what I wanted to do with that I wanted thoughts and energy going to him beyond what I could do something as a collective um be yeah beyond what I can do because I think sometimes and particularly during these times going through you know COVID lockdown this is an unprecedented time for people and a lot of the time I think people feel quite helpless as to what they can and can't do for others and so it's about finding creative ways to to do something and take some action that you know that could be manifested so yeah, great. So just to be clear, it, it's going to launch or it has launched already? It, it has launched. It has launched. It? And you can find it everywhere. Well, you can go to my website. I'm sure the details will be down below, but it's kiamclaren.com or there are other links. So it's on all the usual podcast platforms like, you know, Spotify and TuneIn yeah. and, you know, all of those places. But I'm everywhere. Just Cleo McLaren. CleoMcLaren.com. I usually do that at the end, but it's great to, I think it's nice to do it actually at the beginning. And there'll be people listening, like listening to you now, typing on the sides of <laughs> your website and go, oh, that's not what she looks like. Okay. Uh, is that what she does? Oh, tell me more. Oh, there's yeah. the podcast. Fantastic. Um, they might switch this off and start listening to your podcast. Really. <laughs> no, they- <laughs> <laughs> no, they need to listen to the end. Yeah. Um, but um, no, listen, uh, fantastic so that's out there people can find it that's great and and your and the aim of that as you say is to interview people uh, you said accomplished people and particularly people who've been through challenges and overcome them and and, and share yeah. Their story, yeah yeah through different so that might be sort of in sporting it might be law accounting literature and and all of those areas and so that people can take their you know they may take one tip one one strategy or they might just feel that you know that resonates with them to help them elevate their life their business their relationships yeah and so yeah that's well that's great well look, i haven't listened to it yet definitely well obviously and um but i think if anyone listening if people like this podcast or have enjoyed and smashed the box then it sounds like they're going to enjoy yours because it's very much coming from a that place of sharing stories regardless of the the profile of that person whether they're you know have a profile or famous or you know just what i call everyday heroes people that can you can just get one nugget from and and, and learn so that, mm. that's great um so you you talked about lockdown well, i guess we have to talk about lockdown so how has you know how has lockdown been for you ah well it's been a roller coaster <laughs> it's been a complete roller coaster uh we talk about, I mean, the things that have been really amazing is being able to spend time with my children. My boys are everything mm. um, to me, so being able to spend time with them, get out on walks, bake cakes, put on weight, lose the weight, that whole kind of journey, you know, uh, that, was, that was great. And uh, I think the, the toughest bit, and we mentioned just before we came on, I, I thought I was, you know, I'm generally quite positive, upbeat, high energy, but I did get hit with a diagnosis uh, in terms of an autoimmune disease that i been unwell but it kind of really hit during lockdown mm. and it really completely floored me and I think that was the toughest part of lockdown being a lot of the work that I have done has been and we'll talk about that in a while but the focus is on uh, working with accomplished women and people that may have been through divorce and their how to thrive during those times and I've, I've done quite quite well with that I've really you know kind of uh, managed to live a life that's exciting and that's thriving whilst going through divorce, moving to the other side and raising my boys and co-parenting, but being unwell to the point where I couldn't move for some days um, really was really, really tough. And I had to go on a journey to learn how to use nutrition, how to use um, fitness in a different way, in a calmer way through yoga and walking. And, uh, surprisingly to me just completely managing my emotional well-being so not engaging just not engaging in anything which is uh unhealthy being really clean about the environment and um keeping those that are close and supportive close and i've managed to become well again without the medication and just by using all of those strategies that i've 
learnt mm. during lockdown. So that's been really amazing to be able to get to that point. But it wasn't fun uh, all, all the way through. But mm. that's where I am now. <laughs> so you're really on a well, it sounds like you're really on a journey with that and and as you say managing it but like all journeys it's it's a roller coaster i imagine yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely but what it's really what i take from what you just said um and some bits on you and some bits i didn't so it is what so first of all what i love is that you you know there's adversity in there there's there's challenges in there and that you you're doing something about it so you you know you've said right okay i'm going to i'm going to manage this i'm going to make different choices um you're not being afraid to do that which is just inspiring in itself i think um what i also love and i think this is why you and i are such good friends because there's a there's what i love about you is there's this realness so we have conversations, you know, we can have conversations. I'm going to get into your work in a minute because I'm inspired by your work and you're a brilliant coach and and um, we're going to get into like who you're helping with that and how you're helping. But there's always this realness of of not being afraid to sort of admit that, yeah, it's sometimes it's tough and not, and 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 just, and yeah, and share that and, and to sort of, Sometimes, um, you know, there are people, there's no judgment in this. Sometimes people will tell stories of how something happened to them. And this is how they, but they overcame it, which is inspiring. And this is how they did it. And this is now the the kind of recipe. It's like over, it's over. That happened, but I'm all right now. And this is how, and this is my plan. Nothing wrong with that. I get it. And, And if you find the right person for you, then great. But sometimes, and I think both you and I have this, it's one thing to, it, it, I always think this, I haven't overcome, I think I'm overcoming it. It's yeah. the journey. I'm on a healing journey, for example. Um, and I have learned lots of things and I have wisdom and knowledge and experience that I can share with people that I know will benefit. Well, I, I hope will benefit them. Mm. Can't know that, I guess. Um, but that includes the warts and all tough, you know, going, actually, I'm struggling here a bit. You know, my grief flared up in lockdown. So I had, you know, massive, you know, um, wave, as I call it, of grief, for, you know, after losing Charlie, uh, my son. And and it, it was just another reminder of like, you know, this isn't like been there, done that. Now, here's, here's how you live your life. It's It's not that I would for a second tell anyone how to do that but it's very much you know documenting a journey as opposed to trying to be an expert absolutely absolutely and that wasn't a question was it that was just a big rant. <laughs> so I'll ask you a question so uh, <laughs> people will go thanks for that mark yeah it's great um so in true podcast host fashion um do tell us though about your work so you coaching you you know perhaps tell us a little bit what in insight is what brought you into coaching and who you want to you know what kind of people you coach and who you want to help the most yeah so I started out well I am still a lawyer but yes I was a lawyer and I I was focused on sort of you know just building as much money as I could I moved into the city and yeah I I really enjoyed my practice when I was there but I very quickly realized that uh (laughs) it was uh Working in the city is a different type of lifestyle to the way in which I wanted to to uh, live. And I was going 100 miles an hour and I was trying to manage the boys. And I went through, as I mentioned, a divorce. And I one day, I, I know I told you about this, but one day I literally just ran into a wall trying to stop the boys from arguing and picking up my boots before the school run. I ran into the wall, hit my head, dropped to the floor and my head was bleeding. I was such a, a robot back then. I just got up with my head bleeding. Let's get in the car. We've got to get to school on time. Got there. And the teacher said, uh, Ms. McLaren, you do know your head's bleeding. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I've got a meeting Canary Wharf. I've got things to do. Let me go. She said, no, no, um, your eyes are dilated. You can't drive. Can you go to the school office, please? So I'm thinking, oh, this job's worth, all right. <laughs> Get to the office. I've got this little girl next to me with a patch on her knee. I've got an ice pack on my head. And got to the office and tried to dictate uh, to the a letter, or an email rather, to a member of my team. And I couldn't even 
string, I couldn't get the sentence out. I couldn't, just couldn't think. I couldn't think. And asked, they said, what, you've got to go to the hospital. I was around the corner from the, the main central hospital anyway. And obviously I was concussed and made my way home. The Bluebird or Blackberry, sorry, was, was going off because I had this meeting and this client and this deal worth a million that I had to push through. And I just, it was just a real smack in the face wake up call as to like, what am I doing? What, how am I living my life? How am I being? Do I want to be like this? What is this all about? You know, and that just took me, it took me on a journey down personal development. I, I stopped, I left that job, stopped working in the city, just threw it all in, just said, right, what is it that I want to do? How can I be who I want to be for my boys? I don't want to just be a sergeant major, mm. eat your breakfast, do the homework, goodbye, mm. you know, hardly see them. I didn't want to live that life just for the money. Mm. And that, yeah, that took me on a journey. And I started learning about coaching. I got a coach. And it was so life-changing for me that I just was like, this is everything that I, I am. And I should have been doing this from the beginning. And so from there, I just said, well, I want to work with others that are on a treadmill that don't even realize or that have gone through something traumatic that's meant that they're not now living their life in the best way and they want to be able to do that and they can't do that because it was a journey for me and it did take time mm. and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to take too long and um you know in in terms of my one-to-one coaching and the main I do work with accomplished women who you know working through their careers and you know they're either going trying to manage through some kind of trauma or they're not as you know confident as they used to be their self-esteem's been damaged because quite frankly I don't think I mean my divorce wasn't that traumatic to be honest I, I you know I, it wasn't overly traumatic but for me being someone who's a professional and normally always gets things right and ticks the boxes it was a big fail it was a fail and I hadn't had to deal with that before. And it just drew up other uh, sort of like barriers that I wasn't aware of that were from before about identity, who I am, it damaged confidence and self-esteem. And I hadn't realized that. So I had to go back and rectify those things. And I, I want I, well, I do work with, with others to help them get through those barriers, which, they may or may not even be aware of, but mm. are holding them back mm. from really being everything that they can be. Mm. Um, so yes, that's how I got into my journey of coaching. A bit overdramatic there, but I get quite passionate when... No, no, I it's not overdramatic. It. In fact, you know, like, obviously we know each other, but listening to... It's, it's interesting when I... We're doing this on a podcast, so I, I'm kind of some, perhaps slightly listening to it in a different way. And you know, just listening to you there, I'm as as a you know, just responding to that. I'm thinking I'm in. <laughs> as a listener, as a listener, I'm like I'm in. Like, what are you doing? So what I love is, so we both know lots of coaches, and you and. And again, there's no judgment in this. And, you know, you can put letters after your name. You've got legal qualifications and such like. But, it's, but where you're coming from with it is you're coming from, you're not coming from your head, you're coming from your heart uh, for me. And that you, you create, you, you know, you create an emotion. You certainly do, you know, you're creating an emotional connection. And, you, and you're coming, you've lived, you lived it. You know, you're walking, you talk. So you've, you've, you've got a lot of lived experience, for, which for me is massive. And, you know, I see lots of fantastic coaching statements people make about their, their brand or their purpose and, and that make a lot of sense. And, and some I go, yeah, I get that. And others I don't get it. Or, and some I get it, but it leaves me cold. Or, but I, I'm really um, impassioned by yeah, what you said there, and um, oh, so first off, I'm glad you did <laughs> that choice. Otherwise, we would never have met. Right. Um, but you know, there's a couple of things in there. I mean, th- you you've got clearly, you know, self awareness in abundance because you talk about identity and aw- that awareness. And for me, that is the first thing, the first character trait I look. It's not that I look for it, but I think is really important um, is self awareness because wherever you're wherever you want to go, 
in life, whatever you've been through. Um, but going forward, to have, you know, you've got to re- you've got to meet yourself where you're at, haven't you? You know, mm-hmm. if I sit here and go, I've decided I want to play football in the Premier League. Look, there's there's a bit of a, a instant reality check there that says that's not going to happen. So, you know, a bit of a blunt example, but it's that self awareness, and you've got that in spades. And I think it's such a such a, an amazing trait to have naturally. <clears throat> it's I always think there are lots of there are lots of things you can learn. Um, but certain traits are harder to learn. And I think self-awareness, if you have that as a natural part of your makeup, <coughs> is a huge advantage. Um, and there's a brave, huge bravery as well to what you've done because you have essentially, you know, you articulated it really well, but you were hugely successful. You were, you were living a life that a lot of people from the outside anyway, um, despite your challenges with it um would say well that's a successful life that's what success is and why would you give that up and but you did and you just you, you quit you know and um you know and it's it's just there's a bravery to that there's a bravery to that to sort of going right now I, I don't want that anymore I want to go over here um and and you know god damn it I will and you did so <laughs> Thank you. No, you know, you're, you're so spot on. And, and that is where, I mean, I will work with whoever resonates with me that wants me to work with them, of course. But uh, because of that experience in terms of working with people who are accomplished that, um, because sometimes the expectation is when everything looks glossy on the outside, mm. people expect there's an expectation that that person needs to live up to that standard or oh, they're a doctor, they're a lawyer, they're a this, they're a that. Mm. And, you know, there almost becomes an expectation that sometimes we create for ourselves, actually. Mm. Yeah. Um, and really it, people sometimes need to just take stock and realize, and it is about awareness. It is about realizing where people are at. And in terms of sort of mental health and, uh, whether that be depression or people suffering from anxiety, there are a lot of what I call kind of like functioning depressives, for example, who have amazing careers and they're CEOs and they're all of these different levels, but they're functioning depressives. So in the workplace, they are on point. You know, they look like they're on, on <laughs> they're thriving, they're hitting targets, they're you know all of those things, and then they go home and they might just go straight to bed and be under the covers. And they don't, you know, or under a couple of bottles of wine or whatever yeah. it takes to get through yeah. till the next day. And it, and it doesn't need to be that. It doesn't need to be that. And it can be different. Um, I, I think, uh, I, and I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and it's a very interesting thing, just what you said, though, uh, you know, back on identity, because, and this is where COVID has thrown up a lot of challenges for some people, I think, is, is, that if you attach your identity to an image or you know your work for example um that question of like who am i the person that puts on the suit you know walks in with the starbucks bangs their fist on the table (laughs) and actually this came up actually i i met someone uh earlier this year that talked about this um that said, but that's who I am. I am that person that goes in and behaves like that and gets the respect of the boardroom table and all the such. That's who I am. And when you take that away from me, yeah. and it's pajamas and Zoom calls and and remote working, suddenly a bit of my identity has been taken away. So, and it's 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 not which feeds back into the wider point that you make about functioning depressives and who are we really and what do we need to to function yeah absolutely. another quick question because you've mentioned this word three times accomplished mm. how would you define an accomplished person you you've mentioned it in terms of your podcast accomplished people accomplished women uh, you just used it again how, how would you sort of define that i would say um maybe professional people who have uh taken a, a subject matter, uh, become qualified and have established themselves within a particular field for a period of time, you know, with that focus. And, and therefore feel that they are successful. So 
that's the, the way that I would kind of define that. And so that could be in anything from dance or music to yeah. fashion or law or whatever that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think there's a, a necessarily a finite point to you have to achieve a particular uh, level of pay or, uh, no. you know, no. anything like I, that. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess, I guess it's that thing. And, and I, listen, I've, I was this, you're kind of describing me a few years ago where to the outside world, according to a set of rules in that sector or place of society ticked all the boxes and I've got, you know, everything. And yet, and yet there's something missing or I'm not happy or yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. Um, so to wrap all this, all this passion and, 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 wonderful work you're doing how would you wrap that into a purpose if i said to you what's your purpose with it all mm. what would you how would you, what would you say i would say that my purpose and passion is to is to first and foremost share share the uh share love and the light and energy that i have <clears throat> with as many people as I can to help them to uplift, to be uplifted and to, um, and to be inspired. And so overall, I hope that the work that I do helps people to whatever, wherever they are, even if it's one notch or 10 notches to elevate their life, their business and their relationships. And as I say, it may, for example, I can have a podcast. It may be widely successful and hundreds of thousands of people listen to it. Or it might just be that one person that hears that one thing on that day mm. that stops them from getting to that breaking point where they think, do you know what? Someone else actually gets me. They get how I'm feeling and I'm not alone. Mm. Um, and that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. Beautiful. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love the way you describe it. It's, it's um, again, and, and you get this as a coach, you meet a lot of people who are stuck, don't you? You know, people who are stuck and they go, I don't know whether to do this or this, or I don't know what to do. Or, you know, and, and people can sometimes fall into that trap of like, of what it is. What should I do? What should I do? Should I do this or should I do that? And it has to be this polar opposite. And what I think that what you do, and you've described it beautifully, whether it's a podcast or coaching, does it, are just vehicles for an underlying purpose. When you say that, you know, to share love and to share your, you know, energy and light, so that I've, so that people can. For me, for me, yeah. it's the perfect. You know what? Even hearing that back, it's sounding so woo woo. I'm like, oh my god! If my lawyer people hear this, they'll be like, who is this girl? <laughs> Sounds like I'm dancing around with floaty skirts and earrings. Honestly, I can be serious. I am a lawyer too, but <laughs> no, no. Listen, I but I think you can call it woo woo if you want. I, I first of all, I love woo woo. Yeah. We've had plenty of woo woo on this podcast. Don't worry, yeah. I'm a bit woo woo if you like. Yeah, um, and but often, but what I like and is and the reason I ask that question is. At that point is often you get that sort of instinctive gut or from the heart feeling. And sometimes I don't know whether that's something that you instinctively knew, whether you write down or whether that's just something that just came to you. But either way, I, th I just think it's a, it's a beautiful way of putting it. Um, sometimes we have um, this tendency to then think, oh, you know, how did that sound? Or, you know, but yeah. to me, it was, it's beautiful. And I think um, the law back to your point uh, and you as Cleo the lawyer is just another vehicle for that isn't it yeah absolutely it's, you know to me that's just another vehicle yeah and, and, it all, and I guess the point being that all this whatever you're doing are just vehicles coming from a source place mm -hmm. and that source is the is is the person that your friends like and your family love and your or your friends love and <clears throat> that's what where the emotional connection is and you know so i love it i absolutely love it and to that end then so while we're while we're going deep 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 <laughs> no i'll give you a nice easy question in a minute um what do you think the world needs more of then right now connection 
connection and there's no doubt in my mind about that I think uh, having been on a lot of zoom calls and meetings over these last few months talking about COVID um, Black Lives Matter looking at what how people are feeling what they've lost what they've gained it's almost a double-sided coin I think in terms of connection in one side, it seems that people are feeling very much disconnected because of the change in the way that we're communicating, the change in the way that we're living, uh, what's been thrown up by what's happened with Black Lives Matter. And, and, and this really isn't something new. Um, it might be more of a talking point now, but um, it certainly isn't new. So it's the conversations are bringing up a lot more emotion in everybody, whether there's someone that's of colour or not of colour. And uh, I think a lot of things out there are, are separating in terms of connection, but in the same thread, it's also connecting because the conversations that are happening are, um, they're difficult conversations, but they're also courageous conversations that have to, have to happen, that should have been happening. And now they're happening, it's bringing around a different type of connection in a way that wasn't there before. Even though it's not easy, it becomes beautiful. And uh, we may be connecting with people that we never spoke to that often before, but now we can because it's all via Zoom and social media. And we appreciate when we're able to maybe give somebody a hug if they're within the bubble whereas before we took those things for granted so mm. but still I would say connection is what the world needs more of yeah yeah I totally agree with you on that I totally agree with you with connection and I think uh, one of my recent guests on the podcast said the thing that she liked about the, um, one of the things she liked about the sort of you know covid or what's come not not covid itself obviously but you know what's come out of this covid period she said on zoom everybody's the same size <laughs> oh my god we're <laughs> talking about quality and and you know no matter what car you drive how big your house is or what your job title is everyone's yeah. the same size and i i, I kind of quite like that yeah i do too but yeah. um yeah yeah no thank you for Thank you for answering that. I think, um, so who, who inspires you? Who inspires Claire McLaren? Well, it's a really difficult question because I don't have like, although I think Oprah's freaking amazing, but <laughs> it's not, it's not her alone that inspires me. I'm, I'm inspired all the time. I'm inspired. I'm inspired by great, um, teachers that I had in the past into, there's one particular, I think that the first, well, the first person that's inspired me has been my mother, who's a very, very strong, um, powerful, energetic woman who has raised me as a single mother to be all that I am today. And I'm really sure it wasn't easy. Mm. So she's definitely someone who's always by my side. And then I've had really great teachers, and even in primary school. Uh, there was one in particular, and I only talk about, I'm going to mention this because it's a, around confidence. And that's an area that I love to, I'm really passionate about, and I believe everyone needs to um, embrace and work more on. And all it started with is she chose me to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> we had a production. I was Dorothy. First of all, I was like, I'm black. Like, how am I going to be in The Wizard of Oz? How am I Dorothy? That's not in the show. Okay, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. My best friend was Toto, the dog. That's a bit mean, really. But hey, she wanted, she's a bit shy, so she didn't mind being the dog. And this woman, her name was Miss DeSauls, and I had been back to the school since to see her um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. She... She just inspired me to be everything and embrace all of what I am and to show me there are no barriers to that. Mm -hmm. and, I don't, and I had to go back and see her a couple of years ago and she, needed, she did start crying. because <laughs> I was like, I'm a lawyer, I'm a coach, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm all of these things. And you are the person who gave me that ignition to accept who I am and embrace that and celebrate it. She started crying and I was like, it's true. I need you to know this. I don't ever stop thinking about this woman. I love her so much. Um, Misty Souls. Um, and then just every day, the people in my life, my friends, people like you, Mark, I just have to say, I know this is towards the end of your podcast, but 
Um, we, we joined each other at the very beginning of our coaching journey and I've met lots of different people along the way and on the journey, but there's only a few people that are close to my heart and that are, um, have had a real significance in my role in what I've decided to do. And if there was ever a moment where I started feeling, I don't know if this is for me, I don't know if it's enough. There's loads of coaches out there. Why do they need me? Having you by my side through that journey has allowed me to stay on my path of being who I am and where I want to be. And I don't know whether you really take that on board. I think I've told you, but I, I want you to know that, that that is really coming from the heart and I appreciate it. I really do. I do really, really do. And my boys know who you are too. So that means you are very special. <laughs> But yeah, long story short, I've just gone on a big old thing, but I'm inspired by few and by many as, as days go on. Right, yeah, and thank you. Um, I'm really humbled by that. And um, I never used to deal with compliments very well. I used to do false modesty, but it's my podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to take the compliment now. It's my ball. Um, no, but thank you. And um, right, so you're going to make me cry now. But um, like Miss Dissels. Um, <laughs> I just think I was about to talk about your teacher actually. And, um, but in the same, in that spirit, that means a huge amount. And I'm not surprised that she cried because I just think to hear that as I just did as well. Um, that's just, that's just the currency, isn't it? For me, that is the currency. I mean, money's one currency, but to hear that back from someone, um, it's just like, it doesn't get any better than that for me. And I think that I was asking you earlier about your purpose. And for me, you saying that to me is, is that goes straight to the heart of my purpose. Cause you, we've in our, in a different way, we've both been through and are going through, you know, in your case, adversity. And, um, when you st- with all those things you said earlier, like when life makes you just stop in your tracks, um, and 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 reassess and reframe everything, and you get to that place of like, what's it all about? Who am I? What's the point? Um, and and that can be a dark place to to you know the the bravery associated with, and this is for anybody not of, of the choice you make in that moment to go life can still be amazing i'm going to make a difference i'm still here i'm choosing the positive i'm not becoming a victim i'm not gonna this isn't going to define me this is however painful that is is one major step i think you and i have both taken that step um then to hear then to go right this is what i'm gonna do this is my purpose this is what i'm gonna do is and take action on it is another major step we've both done that and but then to hear that back for me that is you know that's kind of on your deathbed stuff and it's just like that back to your one person thing so like you've just you saying that i'm not surprised your teacher cried you saying that to me and i just made my day made my week you know and made my year like that's that's why that's why we do it you know, and if you can figure out, I just think in life, if you can figure out a way to earn a living and get paid doing something that in that gets that reaction from people, like you know, that's life. That is life. It's in 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 all its beauty, isn't it? It really is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you again for saying that. And, um, and I love the story about Dorothy and, and Mr. <laughs> you know, teachers, um, God, teachers get a rough ride, don't they? But I think, oh, my, my mum, I'm, I'm so, ironic. It's ironic. You mentioned that story. So at, at home, I'm surrounded by lawyers and teachers. My sister's a lawyer. My dad was a lawyer. Oh, my mum is a teacher. Um, and my, my, my mum's husband, uh, sounds weird to say that. Uh, John, if you're listening, uh, is a teacher. So lots of teachers uh, are on one side of the family. And I know that, you know, it's tough for teachers. They get sort of, teaching has changed a lot and they get weighed down by regulations and bureaucracy. And, but that, every teacher I've spoken to, bar none, I think, said they go into it for, to make a difference to the kids, yeah. and, you know, and to hear that stuff back is, yeah. 
so I could talk for more about that, but let's um, let's move on. Um, I, so that's your inspiration. Do you? I mean, Claire, do you read a lot apart from coaching books? <laughs> no, I read, yeah, a lot of coaching books. <laughs> any, any particular um, book at the moment? I went. To be honest, I went back to a book I read decades ago that my friend gave to me, The Alchemist, and I reread that. Paolo Coelho. Coelho. Coelho? I think it's Coelho. Um, yeah. I was hoping you would say it because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I might have said it wrong. Uh, yeah, just about you know the journey. The journey through life. And I just think it's really great how people, yeah, that's, that's the one I've been reading most recently. Mm. Sometimes we're on this journey searching for something that's right in front of our face. It's just right there. Mm-hmm. We end up going full circle. Um, but that's the way it was meant to, to be. So that was, that's the most recent one. All right. Interesting. Great. But it's funny. I, um, I was given it, that book as a present earlier this year. Oh. I appeared on someone's podcast and he, gave, he listened to me, then gave me that book uh, and said, you must read this. And it's on my pile. Um, oh my goodness open it christmas serendipity i'm gonna have to sort of um elevate it from wherever wherever it is on the pile like seventh i think to like the next one i read i'm just about to i'm just finishing the book so um yeah it sounds like a great book i've not read it but oh it's a must i think it's one of the if there was a a list of must reads then you know that would that would be one of them for sure wow excellent so listen we've got very deep very emotional um Tell us, just tell us a little bit more about your work and, you know, perhaps what people can expect um, to experience when they, you know, if they want to yeah. work. Um, well, I mean, the work I do really is, it, when it's one-to-one coaching, is bespoke really to, to that individual. But what is definitely a must in terms of the shifts, the systemic shifts that I work on with my clients is... As you mentioned earlier, it always starts with awareness and gaining clarity. Mm. Um, clarity in terms of where they want to go, establishing mm. what they want to do next. Clarity in terms of how they're feeling. And, and if there's, for example, want to work on confidence and increasing their self-esteem, well, it's well, confidence in what? Is that in work? Is that in your relationships? And then delving back, well, where, when was the first time you did feel confident? Where... Where is you know this coming from? So sometimes it does mean we have to go backwards sometimes and and look at what's happened in the past and and dig deep. And I do dig deep. So whilst I I am very much from the heart and I do um, I do manage the way that I work with clients gently. I will also make sure that I push enough to be able to take them beyond probably where they expect. Otherwise, they'd just be talking to a friend. But I actually want to help them dig deeper to a place where they maybe haven't been before. And that's where the real magic happens. And once that awareness and clarity comes about, then we can work together to move them forward as to where they're going next. So it's those kind of systemic shifts to get them, yep, and on the basic level, from where they are to where they want to be. But it really is that simple, even though it sounds cliche. and generally, I like to, to work at a pace that enables clients to have sustainability. So it isn't just, here's a bad load of uh, mantras and just say this 10 times a day and then you'll believe it because life isn't that simple. And the aim when I work with my clients is to help them to be able to bounce back. We spoke a lot today about what we've learned you know, as coaches, how we work with people and in our own lives, how although we've got to a good place and we've learned quite a lot you know things still happen blips still happen we are still working through things so I work with clients to get sustainability and bounce what I call bounce back ability mm. because we can bounce back like shit's gonna happen still it, it just is that's life but you can bounce back you can come back from it there's always a way everything you can figure it out and you can bounce back and so I work with people to make sure they can bounce back from the stuff that happens after they've left me. Well, they can come back, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> I love you, Claire McLaren. I'm not even going to embellish that. Uh, I love you too. So, lots of love in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Take from where, from where you are now to where you want to be and maybe somewhere you didn't expect. 
yes i take from that yeah. i love it i love it so contact details i think you give, give out your website earlier but let's just do it again just for yes absolute. so it's cleo mclaren um cleomclaren.com you can find me on instagram the handles are all the same instagram twitter everything is at cleo mclaren apart from on facebook which is cleo mclaren london so i do put bits and bobs out there i'm really open people can contact me can whatsapp me call me email me there's all of these devices now and i do try and get back to people within sort of 24 hours uh, or business hours shall i say and yeah that's that's me email address it's hello at kiamaclaren.com people want to do that fantastic um it's been a blast it's been amazing it's been it has it's been I, I actually have to re- remind myself that we are recording a podcast. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's kind of like you and I, regular, isn't it, really? Yeah. Not so regular this year because of mm. COVID, but we'll, you know, as I said at the start. But um, listen, it's been really wonderful. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story and your gifts and being so open as I knew you would be and as, and on, as honest as I knew you would be, and which is your superpower and um, or one of many. And I think anyone that gets coached by you or is thinking about is in for a massive treat and you've just had a big dose and a big flavor so i hope this this podcast in some small way helps you know helps you in that regard but either way it's just great to to, to capture your your beautiful spirit so if you had one thing to leave us with what would it be uh, the one thing i would leave you with would be Love courageously. Um, I think people have different, who knows what love really is by definition. That's why I have so many songs and films all about the same thing. Um, But I'd say love courageously. Everyone's been hurt. Everyone's had pain. Everyone's had joy. Uh, Be brave and love courageously. That's it. Love it. Beautiful. Needs no further embellishment Cleo thank you for smashing the box with me well thank you for having me (laughs) and thanks for being an amazing last guest thank you thank you for listening you have something special inside you something unique and there's never been a better time to reinvent yourself to find your purpose live your passion and make your mark on the world so if you've been inspired by this podcast head over to smashthebox.me and subscribe to the tribe to get your daily boost of inspiration delivered straight to your inbox find me on the usual social media channels by typing smash the box mark picture don't just think outside the box it's time to smash the box.